Welcome to call a save point, but not for me. <laughs> Where I don't know what Duke Nukem says. Bubblegum and ass. Something about but, titties. Uh, probably, I don't know. Welcome to Call a Save Point, but not for me, where uh, we do Duke Nukem impressions every every week, baby. And we play, every week. We play with little foxes, little foxies. <laughs> Move them around with a sword and stuff. I'm your host, Tully Hodgkinson. I'm your host, Declan <laughs> Vervencourt. And today... We're talking about Tunic, a game that I have been waiting for for a very long time. What did you think? I wish I had waited longer. What? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Man, I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I am genuine. I am generally not one to buy into hype when it comes to video games. I learned that lesson with No Man's Sky. So like. With Cyberpunk, I was not, like, I didn't buy into the hype. With, um, I don't know, what was another game in the last few years where that was kind of the case? Um, Vanguard. No, Vanguard really never had any hype. But it sucked. I don't know. Either either way, I've learned my lesson, and I don't do that anymore. So, wait. However. You don't don't like it? No, I kind of don't. Huh? It's kind of sad. I know. That game kicked ass. What are you talking about? You think? Because I, I didn't liked like it. it. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> I don't like it. I thought it was awesome. Dude, I was moved to tears. Really? Yeah, I liked that game. Well, to be fair, though, you went above and beyond and did the, like, the the proper ending, I right? did the cringe ending. Yeah, you did, like, the main, or the, not the main ending, but, like, the true ending. Uh, I, I mean, I don't know if it is the true ending, because it doesn't tell you which ending you got at the end, or does it? N- no. Okay. Well, I got... I just know there are multiple endings. Okay. Um. So, yeah, I was... So, I, I guess if you don't like the game that much, it's cool if we talk about the endings we got and, like, what we went through. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Blanket spoiler alert for the rest of the episode for yeah. Tunic. If you haven't played Tunic and you're really looking forward to it or whatever, apparently it's not good according to Tully, though. <laughs> I didn't say it wasn't good. I said I don't like it. Um, either way, uh, stop now and come back. <laughs> so I only got the one ending. Um, okay. And I'm assuming you only got the your ending, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so can you like walk me through what happened? So, all that happened in my ending was I beat the final boss, and then I get, like, locked away in a prison. Okay. Um, Is that the ending you got? No. Uh, Okay, that's what I thought. So, what I'm getting from, like, the lore here is you're, like, continuing the cycle. Mm Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Hollow Knight in the same way. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, you're the one... um, like being put back and then the next fox person is going to be revived with you mm-hmm. okay um yeah because my ending i completed the manual 
and uh, I didn't have to fight the boss at all. Um, yeah, I know. I know. In your ending, there's no boss fight. Yeah, so you just talk to her, uh, the fox lady, hand her the manual. She looks through it, starts crying, and then uh, turns into um, a bigger version of your character. Mm-hmm. And then you like chill out the rest of your days, hanging out with your fox mom. Um, and it shows like little cut scenes of um, the two of you like having a picnic and watching TV <laughs> and like mm-hmm. um, sitting on the mountaintops and stuff. So, hmm. um, so I mean, I thought that was that was really cool. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I'm surprised so, you didn't like it. Yeah, me too, kind of. I was really looking forward to it. Um, I think here's my main problem with it, right? So when, like, before this game had come out, it was like all of the sort of marketing behind it focused a lot on the fact that this is supposed to be, like, an homage to Zelda, right? Mm-hmm. And so going into it, that's what I thought it would be. But it's also weirdly like like a Souls game, kind of. Like it has Souls game elements to it. Mm. But the problem is I don't know if, in my opinion, they like the mechanics they pull from both Zelda and Souls-like games don't mesh well. And it doesn't commit enough to either variation. It doesn't... I think, in my opinion, this game doesn't commit enough to anything it does. I think, like, I don't... I think the combat is relatively lackluster. Easily my least favorite part of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the, like, the exploration was fine, but it didn't feel rewarding. Like, I... I beat the game i still have no idea what half of the items i picked up do um and i mean the only thing that i like the only thing that i walked away from that game knowing is that i adore the visual style and the music those Mm -hmm. are the only things that i know for certain without any sort of critique i just a hundred percent wholesale enjoy those things otherwise i feel like I don't know. The game just, like, it doesn't bring itself to commit to any of the things it tries to do, and it kind of brings the whole experience down, you know? I mean, I guess. I I don't know. I'm obvious, Like, we had different experiences, it sounded like, when we did this. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because, um, I mean, yeah, the combat isn't great, um, and it's weird because... Like you, you take damage where you don't think you should, um, mm-hmm. but either way, I don't know. I I really like the exploration. I thought it was cool having places blocked off until you got a certain item. In that respect, it's like Zelda, um, mm-hmm. and like the items you get, those are really cool. Um, and like none of them feel like they're the same except. I've never used that, like, fire rod you get, like, ever, mm-hmm. <laughs> either way. Um, I thought the gun was really cool. I wasn't expecting to get a gun. You um, got a gun? Yeah. There's what? A, you didn't get the fucking blunderbuss? No. Yeah, there's a, in the, in the, um, quarry, there's a gun. Oh. 
Oh, yeah. That's like, another problem. I... Mm-mm. What? I fucking hated the quarry. I... I liked the quarry, too. I liked all the areas, I think. I don't know. Um, yeah, I guess... Um, so I'm guessing you kind of, like, sped past the quarry, then? Yeah, I... I don't know. Because, like, I... I never figured out a way to counteract the game permanently taking away... Or not permanently, but, like, taking away, like, your health bar. Mm-hmm. Did you? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't. There's an item. Um, Well, I, I figured as much, but, like, I have a question. Did the ending you get, did, did the manual ever become translated for you? No. Okay. That is sort of my, my big primary issue is because the game how do i how do i explain this so i guess like like the closest tablets or tablets like tidbits of info that you can't like fully put together by yourself yeah like what i was hoping the game would do is so i fully was planning on replaying through the game a second time um and what I was hoping the game would do was translate the manual for you at some point, mm-hmm. but it never does. Like there, you know, I, in spite of me Googling many a time, like, how do I translate this manual? I guess the only way to translate it is to do it yourself in real life. And that's, it's like, how do I put it? I wanted to, I don't know. Like I really, really, really wanted to care about exploring this game, but it doesn't like it. The game almost feels like it doesn't want to give you the time of day to make you care. You know, like, don't get me wrong. I think, I think the manual idea is genuinely one of the most interesting ideas in like indie games in general in the last few years i think Mm. it's a really good idea that has a lot of potential the way it is executed in this game is lackluster at best i think you know it would have been much more interesting if the game like at least in my opinion if the game had like allowed you to figure out a way to translate it in game instead of having to try and do it in real life Mm -hmm. um but it doesn't. It like you you start this game and you can't read the language. You end this game and you can't read the language. And there's no there's never at any point are you given the opportunity to like in in the game itself translate the manual. And that like I don't know, it kind of sucks the fun out of it because the whole like the whole game is centered around this like manual that you can't read. But if you finish the game not being able to read the manual, then what the fuck am I supposed to have felt like I accomplished, you know? I don't know. I completely disagree. Um, really? When it comes to the manual, at least. Um, I think it's really cool and really endearing that um, they keep the, the language out of your reach. Um, that being said, I can completely understand where like you're coming from. Um, mm-hmm. But with each page of the manual you pick up, um, there are little marks on the inside left by a, another player, not not a real player, 
but like left by someone like the, else. The quote, like the person who previously owned like yes. the game, because the idea is like Tunic is a game inside of a game, and mm-hmm. you are reading the manual for Tunic while playing while playing Tunic. the game. Yeah, so it only gives you the manual itself only gives you a handful of words in general. Um, and at first I thought it was annoying, but every, with every page of the manual I picked up, you start to notice there's, you know, scribblings, um, little, uh, like, um, drawings on the inside, uh, sometimes notes that call back to different pages you can go to. Mm-hmm. And, um, just like that is supposed to kind of like counteract not being able to read it. Cause it's, it's kind of like explaining itself within itself. Um, but you do have to kind of think outside of the box with some of these, these puzzles. Um, and I thought that that was very profound. Um, but that is just my opinion. Um, cause I mean the, the cards, like I was, I was dealt a good hand with this game cause I, I like puzzle games and this, the manual itself is like one massive puzzle. Mm-hmm. And, um, I know that, uh, not everyone is a fan um, not everyone has the time um, or commitment to like really dive into it and like um, try and decipher everything that's inside of it. Um, so I understand in that regard um, why why a lot of people wouldn't like it. But personally, I I really enjoyed like going through everything, collecting all the manual pieces, and doing all the puzzles. Um, in order to get the manual, um, I don't know. I, I just, I personally thought it was great. Mm-hmm. That's my thoughts on it. I think in my opinion, if you, if you were to remove the combat entirely, I would have enjoyed this game a lot more because the lackluster That's... combat is like, I mean, it's a real fucking mood killer. Yeah. Like it, it never feels like none of the enemies feel like the game wants you to rely on your dodge and your block, mm-hmm. but really the whole time you're just kind of standing there blocking because the game never gives you enough time to like dodge out of an enemy's way because by the time you've recovered from your dodge and are ready to hit again, so is the enemy. So you just have to keep dodging and dodging until you run out of stamina and then you get fucked up. Mm-hmm. There's no... like, The only time I had any sort of fun with the combat is when I turned on no fail mode, which is literally invincibility and you can't die. Like only at that point did I feel like I was actually having fun enjoying the game because I was basically completely like ignoring the part of the game that is not fun and enjoying the stuff that is fun, which is like trying to use this manual to figure out what you're supposed to do in the world. Cause the manual mm-hmm. is, I mean, it's a great fucking idea, right? Like, the, especially like before I had finished the game and before I kind of got to the point where I was starting to get fatigued with its systems, like trying to figure out what the manual is telling you while not understanding the language it gives is a ton of fun. And the games like 
for a while there like the exploration in this game like actually genuinely is fun like trying to find every little nook and cranny that the of the world like to 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 try and figure out what you're supposed to be doing here but after a certain point the game even the game almost doesn't really know what it wants you to do like there's a point in the game where you have to get these three crystals and Mm -hmm. you can go in any order to get them there's no one crystal you have to get first then the next one then the next there's probably a desired order for the game that it wants you to go in but it doesn't tell you that it just says go find these crystals and normally that's not a problem but this is where the like souls like and zelda come to clash again because in certain like in certain areas like in in the library for example if i remember correctly you get a page for your journal that gives you a map for the quarry and then like a little blurb on the boss in the quarry area that lets you get the crystal in the quarry area Mm -hmm. i already did the quarry at that point so that information is completely useless to me and that happened every other crystal i got like the i i must have somehow managed to grab every crystal out of order from what the game wants you to do because like every page that is related to those crystals like once that was like my main mission in the game none of the information was useful to me anymore because i already did it before so i don't need this information so it's this game trying to keep it it's it's like the game is trying to keep its world open to you and telling you go explore whatever you want but then it does the zelda thing of like okay you just finished this area here's a thing you can use for the next area you're about to go do but again, it doesn't commit to either idea enough for it to feel like a coherent experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I think I might have hit the jackpot with that too and went in the direct order that they wanted me to. Um, because I did um, Eastern Fortress and then um, that lower area, whatever that is. What is that called again? Like, Which one? Like the um, the green place. The like the swampy area or the the ruined atoll. No, yeah the the atoll. Um, okay. Yeah, I went there next, and that's when I got the quarry thing, and then I went to the quarry. So I think I did, I did it in the order they really wanted me to. Um, and I just got lucky in that regard. Um, because mm-hmm. yeah, I ended up doing the quarry last, and. Uh, to go back, um, the thing, you know those cards you can get with, like, abilities? Yeah. Um, did you ever pick up the one that looked like the, the gas mask? I did. That You needed to equip that to not take any health. See, but I put that on and it took my health away anyway. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know. Maybe the game just glitched on me, but either way. And I don't know. I Maybe it did. Yeah. Because yeah, it definitely stopped it for me. It did not for me. That's, but it at that point it didn't matter because the t- by the time I realized I had it, mm-hmm. I had already beaten the quarry, so it really didn't matter. Yeah. Either way. Um. What was I saying? Oh yeah. Um. And I I'm gonna level with you. I uh, combat. I agree with you on. It sucked. Um. When. I was in the quarry is when I turned on no fail mode and didn't take it off for the rest of the game. 
<laughs> yeah, I was pretty much the same way. I just left it on and uh, went through it. And, mm-hmm. and I felt dirty at first, and then I was like, I actually don't give a fuck about fighting any of these things. <laughs> and uh, kind of just like forgot about combat in general, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, that might also be to the aid of uh, the game in my eyes too Um, yeah if they hadn't added no fail mode I probably wouldn't have finished the game yeah because like the fun of the game is not in any remote way the combat it's like it it genuinely is like exploring this world because like to the game sorry to the game's credit like the world is beautiful like Mm -hmm. the it all looks great like and it, it it feels like there's no space wasted and all of these like there are certain areas of the game where for a very long time I was really confused like how the fuck am I supposed to get there there's literally no way I can get there but it turns out there's actually just an ability you get later down in the game where oh now I can actually get to these areas like Mm -hmm. the the way the game like the way the game wants you to explore might sometimes be a little warped but the way the game allows you to explore is really where the game shines mm-hmm. um are you talking about the holy cross stuff yeah well i'm talking about like that and then the like the grappling hook ability you get i'm just talking about like, like all in of this like all the different movement systems the game gives you i really 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 liked the holy cross stuff because it it t- made the world feel small and kind of just almost linear honestly it, it, Wait, what's the Holy Cross stuff? Um, okay, so when you're a ghost, uh, all if you tried to talk to any of like the ghost spirits, mm-hmm. they all mention the Holy Cross, um, and like the Golden Path. Okay. Um, there are puzzles you can input at certain locations, um, where you have to use the D-pad, and that's the Holy Cross. Mm-hmm. And if you input a with context clues, you input codes around certain parts of the map. It opens things up or unlocks certain items and stuff like that. Yeah, there's like those little doors. I yes. figured that part out. Yeah, but that's the Holy Cross. And I really like that they okay. call it that because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's the T-pad. <laughs> yeah, I, I, do think, I do think that part of the game was really cool where like that was sort of the last time in the game where I was like, oh, wow, this is actually really interesting. Like, finally stumbling upon that page of, like, oh, there's a little thing I can... Oh, those doors that I've been seeing around the place. Mm-hmm. I can go use it on that. And then, like, trying to remember where all those little doors are and, like... Yeah. And and opening them. And, like, I mean, most of the time, none of, like, the things that were inside of them, like, really were a big deal. But it was still cool. That's because... um almost every single one of those doors has another puzzle on the inside to do with the D-pad. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, <laughs> where uh, you... Have, did you save a single fairy? No. Okay. I'm going to be the... real with you. Like, once I got to the part where I was a ghost, I was, like, so disillusioned with this game that I just went and did the final boss fight and then pretty much never touched it. So the part of the game where mm-hmm. you're a ghost, I did nothing. Um, I spent probably most of the in-game time at that part. Uh, mm-hmm. I think that's probably the point, too. That definitely seems like the point in the game where it's like, okay, you're an endgame now. Like, 
go I spent maybe go do like, everything you possibly can. I did like five hours in end game alone. I don't know. I mm-hmm. I was just running around. Um and I ended up opening that uh that cliff gate, you know? Mm-hmm. That's like the, the one at the top of the mountain. Yeah. Um, and that's where you get the first page of the manual and hopefully your last, uh, cause you need to use the manual. You need to use every single page in the manual to, um, put in the right D pad combination to open up that door. Hmm. Um, that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then you get the first page and then it's like, thank you for playing our game. You did or you must have come a long way in order to open this door, yada, yada, yada. And it says something like, now that you've done this, maybe there's someone you need to talk to to share your wisdom. And that is the fox lady. And you tander the, the mayor manual. or whatever. Yeah. Um, moral of the story, you need to save at least 10 fairies in order to get the page. <laughs> mm-hmm. To get one of the pages um, yeah. that you need to open the door. And to save fairies is a lot of the D-pad puzzles. Yeah. In random spots that you would never guess. Mm-hmm. Unless you, like, combed through the manual. <laughs> and uh, I was maybe, like, two things deep uh, when I sent out that, that Twitter post. I don't know if you saw that. Like, oh, like, <laughs> like oh, uh there's a lot of uh, very hard, challenging puzzles in Tunic, oh, Rubs Belly and yeah, Laughs. Yeah, I, I did see that. Yeah, um, that was probably after I'd done two of them. And then, you know, it was lost. It was all lost from there because I just kept going. Mm-hmm. And I was honestly a little worried I wouldn't finish in time, but I did. You almost didn't. You finished it today. Yeah, today. The day we recording. Yep. But, yeah, um, I mean... I, I agree. Uh, the The combat sucked. Um, the only thing I liked about the combat was being able to use all of those items um, mm-hmm. and kind of the trial and error of it. Um, but that was before I turned off No Fail. Um, but yeah. Um, so I actually have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? So this is a pretty general question, but like what was your favorite area like both aesthetically um atmospherically and uh like i don't know just like in general do you have like a yeah a spot that sticks out uh the two spots that come to mind are the library and the cathedral i think those areas were like i think in my opinion visually interesting although i will say the point of the game that sticks out to me the most like visual wise was the um uh the siege engine fight because like Mm. that game like the whole game for the most of like for the most part reminded me of the Link's awakening remaster that they did for the switch where it's like all like plastic looking and like kind of like a toy aesthetic tunic kind of reminds me of that but the siege engine fight really makes it feel like like a big grand spectacle somehow and it like unironically genuinely really blew me away how great the visuals were in that part mm-hmm. yeah that that is a pretty cool area and uh because because that was in the fortress right uh yes the uh yeah the eastern fortress mm-hmm. yeah that is yeah. that is really cool um 
I really liked the uh, swamp area. Mm, that is a good one too. It, it's not used very much, but it is like a, such a stark contrast from the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. That and the uh, um, underneath the quarry. Oh yeah, like that area Liquid was super was. fucking cool too. Yeah, because th- that was at the point of the game where I was like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Mm-hmm. It's like you see all these foxes getting put into boxes and stuff. Those boxes that you're yeah. praying at, mm-hmm. you you realize you're like putting all these these creatures in like complete agony. Yeah, I forgot about that area. I I genuinely really like that area of the game too. I was like, I was blown away. I was like, "What the fuck is happening here?" Like, mm-hmm. yeah, that that was a really cool area. Yeah, it's really great. Yeah. So, um, did you ever figure out how to turn, <laughs> did you ever figure out, I feel like I'm saying that so much. <laughs> <laughs> I trust, I did like, I did virtually nothing in this game. I, it's, it's kind of disappointing, like in the grand scheme of things, like how little I did in the end game, but I just could not be fucking bothered. Right. So after you turn into a ghost and get your body back, you, cause I, you have to do that, right? No, you don't. You don't don't even have to get your full... No, you can just go fight them right away. Dude. I mean... You didn't do that? No. Oh, man. Dude, I'm telling you, I did not care. It was just like, I... Dude, that's like one of of my favorite parts of the game. You have to think about it like this, right? Like, I, I literally had been waiting for this game for years, and once i had gotten to that point like i was genuinely so upset and disappointed with the game that i just i didn't want to play anymore i just wanted it to be over with when was this game announced uh like fucking 2013 maybe 2014 really yeah it was a long time never heard of this game until now i don't know damn i remember watching it (laughs) yeah It, it was revealed in 2015 yeah, I remember watching it get revealed the first time and just being like, that looks fucking awesome. And I've been, like, basically following it since. Mm. Like, not super, like, not a ton. Like, I should say, I I was following it loosely. Basically just making sure that it was still going to come out at some point. But, right. yeah, man, I don't, like, I don't know. I just felt, I, I just couldn't do it. I did not, I couldn't bring myself to care. And I'm really upset because I wanted to like this game so much. But I, mm-hmm. in the end, like... I don't know. Like, it's one of those games where it's like, I might return to it one day, but if I don't, I'm not losing any sleep over it. So, hold on. You could just go directly back and fight her again? Yeah, pretty much. So you didn't go to the swamp? No, I did. So I... I got... um, I got, like, the little tiara you get. Okay. Um, And then... I, like, I unlocked certain parts of my body. Like, I think I unlocked my stamina and my damage and my defense. And then I was like, I don't fucking care. I'm just going to go back. And then I fought her, and then I won. Because I had no fail mode on. Damn. So, yeah. Wow, okay. Uh, <laughs> I really like that, <laughs> that crown. Uh, I think it's like the... Uh, I can't remember the name of it. But, yeah, that thing is is really cool and i liked using mm-hmm. it, it made it ex- i did too honestly to be fair. if if i didn't get that i probably wouldn't have done as much post-game exploring 
Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, um, I did my whole body, and I came back as a a new fox. Um, mm-hmm. Did you know you can change it back to daytime? I did not. Yeah, uh, that old house. Um, you can sleep in the bed, and it changes from day to night. You can do it. Over oh, and over. okay. Yeah. (laughs) And then there's the character customization I already asked you about. You didn't find that. Nope, didn't find that. There's like a room behind every single waterfall. I don't know. Probably didn't find most of those. There's a trophy room for that you can find in the definitely didn't definitely didn't find that. That well, I mean, it's after you do like the hard puzzles, like the ones that. Or all in like post game, oh, yeah. But I mean, you can find it at any point in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, man, fuck. I th- I I don't know. You really you really hid, because usually I can tell if you like a game or not. <laughs> you, you didn't. I I thought we were gonna be on the same page here. I thought we were gonna be on the same page because like the general consensus amongst most of the people I've seen playing this game is that it's fine. Like I. They don't, like, I I haven't seen the same amount of, like, adamant, like, dislike for it. Because I don't hate the game, right? I think Mm -hmm. it has a lot of good aspects about it. But I just, it didn't live up to my expectations in a way that I wasn't expecting. And it really sucked the life out of it for me. But, like, the general consensus is, like, I don't know. Like, a lot of the aspects of this game are kind of forgettable. And, like, in any any other circumstance, like... it it generally does feel like if this game maybe had just been like a little better, it could genuinely be game of the year. But I don't know. It's kind of just forgettable. Yeah, I don't know, man. I one thing I'll say <laughs> that I don't particularly like um, <sighs> is that there aren't that they don't tie up their loose ends. So like, mm-hmm. what the fuck was going down at the quarry? No, that's what I'm saying. The like, game doesn't take the time to explain any of this shit to you. It's like obviously something's going on, but the ending I got was just like hunky dory. Like, okay, well the air and the MC are chilling now, but there's still that stuff going on under the quarry. <laughs> like, what mm-hmm. is happening? But yeah, that was a little lackluster. I'll give you that. that I don't know. I'm sorry I took the wind out of your sails in this conversation, but like, no, I mean, yeah. I, I still, I still really like the game. I, 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 obviously, I don't know. I, I don't know. I guess like, I really liked the manual and that was probably like the big thing for me. Yeah. So I, I spent most of my time staring at that bad boy. Listen, I don't. I'm not gonna judge, man. You can like this game all you want, and frankly, I'm glad you enjoy it because I'll just enjoy it vicariously through you. Yeah. Um... You just absorbed all the enjoyment that I would have had. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I think had I left no fail off, I would be in the same boat, but mm-hmm. I didn't. So. Um, but I mean, even you, um, turned fail off and, uh, 
yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of sad because you know I I did think we were gonna we were gonna be uh, agreeing here, <laughs> but uh, it's not it's not horrible. Uh, man, I don't know. it's funny because like I don't know. I I I thought maybe you were gonna be the one to not like it. No, I. It, it was weird. But I'm, I'm glad you like it. Yeah, like I, I went into the game with a negative outlook. I didn't think I was gonna like it at all. Um, but yeah, I really enjoyed it. So. Well, that's good. I'm at least glad you enjoyed it, cause like, I don't know. It's not a bad game. I no. shouldn't like. I'm I'm pretty hard on it. It's not bad, but like. You. It, it could have been more. Yeah, like it, it. If it had just committed more to the things that it did, I feel like if they took out like the souls element, yes. And if it had just been the Zelda stuff, if it had been the Zelda homage that they said it was going to be, it would have been a hundred times better. But the fact that they try to do this weird Souls-like thing, it just doesn't work. Yeah, and like I don't know, there's. There's not a lot, like, in-game. Like, usually in, like, Zelda games and whatever, you get, like, a new shield or two, a new sword, but you're kind of stuck with the same stuff the whole game, Mm -hmm. minus, like, the traversal items. The part of the game that drove me up the fucking wall was how late game you get the page that teaches you about the d-pad holy cross thing Mm -hmm. and one of the doors you open gives you a chest that just gives you the sword you got in like early oh (laughs) i liked that though that made me so fucking angry because i was like what's the fucking point of teaching me these mechanics if you're not gonna reward me for it like you're actively punishing me at this point because i can't fucking use this i I thought it was coy i thought it was oh I don't know. It's like, in my opinion, there was nothing clever about it. Like, what's the point of this sword being here if there's an opportunity to get it, like, early game? Why is there more than one? I don't know. I wonder what happens if you ignore all that, use the stick, and pick that up. The game is probably just really fucking annoying. <laughs> like, everything probably just takes forever to kill. Or that. I wonder... The praying mechanic was always available, right? Yes. So I wonder if the D-pad mechanic was always available too. Like if you go into I... new, like a new game. Well, yeah, probably. I think that's that is really cool. Having I do okay. Having yeah, all of that right. available at once. Because that's then you, true. You I can skip the hero's grave altogether. Yeah, like I now that you mentioned it, you're a hundred percent right. Like the fact, like. These systems are not cut off from you. You can literally use them at any point. Hmm. It's just the fact that the game has to teach you how to use them because you can't read the manual. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's... Like, that That part is really cool. That's the part of the manual that I really appreciate is it, it like, it allows for a level of opacity that, mm-hmm. like, you know, Souls games have their own way of kind of dealing with that opacity, like, they you know they do that their own way but like the way tunic does it is like it genuinely is really unique like the 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 manual is like i don't know it's like a way of teaching you something uh that 
I don't know, games just don't do anymore. I saw mm. someone on the internet compare it to like getting like a a Japanese import game like in the pre-internet era, so like the NES or the SNES, like, and then trying to play this game not knowing how to read Japanese. So mm. you're just like you kind of just have to figure it out based on context clues because like right. you can't read Japanese so what the fuck are you supposed to do you know it's a really good idea I just like thinking about it now I didn't I didn't really like it never really crossed my mind until we had this conversation but like the fact that you have all of these abilities available to you from the start you just don't know you can use them <laughs> is really really cool to me Mm-hmm. it's a really smart idea because like i don't it's it's really cool I, I i don't know i really like this game if you can't tell <laughs> and it's like the game almost kind of cock teases you with it too because like when you start the game one of those teleport pads you walk right past it and you're like huh yeah. i wonder what that does not even thinking about it and then like a couple hours later down the line you're like oh i d- wait I've walked past like four of them at this point. So they've just been there not doing anything and not knowing what I'm supposed to do with them, but I can use them now. That's cool. Like it actually genuinely is like a really fascinating mechanic. Yeah. I I think they did that very well. I I think Mm -hmm. that some things they kind of dropped the ball on, but when it comes to like clever ideas being used and like, I don't know. I think it's really cool. And that, that sword thing, I think mm-hmm. uh, I think if, because I don't know if you can use the D-pad. I'm pretty sure you can. If you can get the sword without having to go to the hero's grave, I think that's really cool. That's true. So, some of my thoughts on that. Obviously, yeah, the, it's kinda, the music was it's really It's kind of cool. all I got, really. Yeah, the music. Okay, Slapper Cap, the fucking music in this game, bangs mad hard. Can I give it like a, a middle? What's, really? What's you think so? One? Yeah. I don't think we really have a middle. I don't know. Either way. I fucking can't stand the overworld music. Maybe it's because I was in that main area so much trying to do all these dumbass puzzles for the fucking golden path to open up this door. But I <laughs> cannot stand the overworld music. Every other area has cool music that I like. The overworld, though, that you're spending less your time in sucks fucking ass. I hate it. That's true. The The overworld music does get repetitive, but all the other music in this game is, I mean, it's fucking top-notch. It's really great. Mm-hmm. And I really like how all the music is, like, solid in every single area. Mm-hmm. It's got, like, a melody and everything. And adding to my love for the swamp, that music is all distorted because it's, like, yep. a graveyard. It's, it's really cool. I like that. Mm-hmm. So I'd give it a middle just because I feel like the overworld music is like, it's just like droning and I don't like it, mm-hmm. but yeah, I get everything that. else is really good. It, it drags it down a little bit, but like every other track in the game is good to me. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's kind of, it's kind of all I got. Yeah. Yeah. I can only sing its praises so much, you know, um, but I will say this, I found all 20 fairies, so suck my dick. <laughs> I didn't find a single one. Yep. <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah, I mean, there's more puzzles in the game they can do that I didn't do, but I mm. mean, I, I honestly, I don't know if I'll go back and do them. 
Um, I feel like if I 100%ed this game, I might not like it as much, and I just want to like leave it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, from from what I've played, I liked it. It has potential. I'll leave it at that. Yeah, maybe, it has, maybe they'll it has add potential. Something. Maybe. Maybe they'll patch it. I think to be fair, I think it's a good start, right? Like yeah. I don't know if this I don't know if this developer has put out other games, but like Tunic is a good start. Like in spite of all its faults, like there's a lot of really good things about it. Mm-hmm. Um Tunic 2 will be great. And I think Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it'll be called Two Nick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Um cool. That's all I really have too, so yeah, that's all I got. Man, what what a dis- divisive episode. That might be the most split we've ever been on a game. What about... Well, I mean, it's the most split with you having negative and me having positive? No, because... What about, what about Catherine? What about Skyrim? Skyrim, for uh, sure. No, because I think, like... While I love Skyrim, and I know you deeply, deeply don't love it, I'm also capable of, like, recognizing its faults. I think this is the first time where... I mean, it's, like, it's the most split we've ever been on a game because it's, like, neither of us really had a ton of prior knowledge going into it. So Mm -hmm. we both really have, like... Like, the opinions that you and I both have... Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. That's, yeah, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Because I already hated Skyrim, and you already didn't like Catherine. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. So, it's the first time we've ever come to, like, you know, it's separate from whatever biases we have. Like, mm-hmm. I mean, we essentially did a role reversal, right? Like, I thought this was going to be my favorite game of all time and ended up not liking it, and you were vice versa. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, but yeah, I'm, I'm pleasantly surprised. Well, that's good. Yeah. I'm I'm at least glad you're pleasantly pleasantly surprised because my surprise was not pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of surprises, um, I'm watching Breaking Bad for the first time. <laughs> that's my VR segment. Sorry, I'm yawning. My VR segment is that I'm also watching Breaking Bad, just not for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> we are watching Breaking Bad at the same time, but Separately. not together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I'm, I'm really enjoying it, and uh, I can see why people say it's one of the better shows out there. It's really good. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's kind of it. Kind of it. I don't know. It's so weird because, like, I think it was literally just the last episode where I was like, Breaking Bad starts off slow. Literally, like, in the first episode, they're cooking meth. Like, what yeah. the fuck was I talking about? You're right. Like, this show starts off with, like, a fucking hoot and a holler. Like, I, yeah, l- I don't know where that fucking like, came from. The first thing is is the meme. It's um, Walter Hortwell White. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like... I, I started watching the first episode and I was like, I, I don't, what the fuck did I say this was slow for? Like, yeah. this is like action packed. What the fuck? <laughs> but for some reason, I just remember it being a really slow first episode. It was really weird. Yeah. The first episode's not super slow, but like, well, I mean, 
after like the first scene, right? Then it kind of gets slow because they're not really doing much. That's true. Yeah, but still, so I can see why. Yeah. But and then like two and three aren't very fast either, and then it picks up. Mm-hmm. But, the first season is also a lot shorter than I remember being. Yeah, only seven. It's only episodes. seven episodes long. Mm-hmm. The rest are what thirteen. Something like Such that. Such a weird number to have, you know. Yeah, that's true. Either way, yeah, but I'm really enjoying it. I'm on season two, um, episode five. Yeah, so I mean, I'll get back to you in our season two. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. About it. Yeah. This is the this is the last proper episode of our f- first season. We're gonna have a season finale, but this is uh this is the last game of the season. Yeah. What it is it is it next week is our finale end of season quick save? Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So the next next week which is let's take a look. Uh yeah, so next week, which is May second, is going to be our like Kind of like a recap episode, quick save. Uh, mm-hmm. Last hurrah, then, reminiscing, talking yeah, about how pretty far much. we've gotten. It's crazy. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I don't even remember some of our first couple episodes, but I, <laughs> my brain has just labeled every single episode before our Dark Souls episode as trash. It's just like not good. <laughs> Yeah, I definitely like all I remember of those first few episodes is the the very immense growing pains we were going through. But I think we've yeah. kind of I think we still have a lot to learn, but I think yeah. we've got a, a good thing going here. And I mean, we're, we're comfortable where we are. Um, I'm not going to get into any of the specifics, but we've been talking about uh, maybe doing other things with our uh, brand other than the, the main show. Um, mm-hmm. not to say the main show is going anywhere we're still going to do our no. same no 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 no. we're going to do yeah. our same deal but just some like side projects additive yeah like additive episodes like i've got a thing i've got like a, a a little mini series in the pipeworks that it wouldn't go up as a normal episode it wouldn't go up as a quick save it would kind of just go up in like just at random times whenever I like mm-hmm. I think once once I get closer to kind of finalizing the idea and you know working the first episode I'll I'll announce what that is but mm-hmm. just know there there's things in the works and then I was thinking about doing a series um just me talking about um various things uh, with a focus on maybe mental health but I am not sure mm-hmm. where I want to take whatever I'm going to do um, but that is not something I've given a ton of thought yet. So it just, yeah. you know, some things we, we've got on the, the back burner, uh, yeah. that we might like, bring out. Sometime. We're excited. We're excited about the show and being excited about the show makes us want to, you know, explore some other ideas. And, mm-hmm. you know, like we said, the main show isn't going anywhere. They're, they're yeah. like little supplemental things to the regular show. Yeah. We got like people we want to bring on for episodes um no one famous oh yeah but <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're not about to bring on mark ruffalo to talk about fucking destiny 2 but <laughs> right destiny 2 why'd that pop in your head 
I don't know. I didn't want to say a Hulk video game because that felt too fucking obvious. <laughs> I don't know what Mark Ruffalo's favorite video game is. What if it is Destiny 2? That's it's definitely not Destiny 2. <laughs> <It's probably> like... <laughs> that would be fucking weird. Do you think? I'm going to Google He's the kind of guy who would call um, his Xbox a Nintendo. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking funny. But yeah, um, just know that there is stuff in the works, and um, yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of sad, like leaving season one so far. <laughs> um, yeah, last episode for uh, last mainline episode for this season. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, there's not a ton that's changing, if anything is changing. Right. But, like, I don't know. It still sort of feels like we're, like we're putting behind, like, the early days of the show and, like, moving on to, like, it almost feels like now is the start of the show, you know? Yeah. It's we're weird. Like, we're like a, a phoenix, right? We're mm-hmm. rising from the ashes. It's kind of like... It's kind of like if we were a superhero show and, you know, the whole first season of the show is about getting the team together and then the season finale, they finally get together and then season two is where things really kick off, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, yeah. So, I mean, if you have any questions about um, what we're doing, uh, you know, what uh, stuff is coming what this uh, season change means um, and you know game suggestions you know you know where to find us we we plug it in every episode um, but, yeah and we'll plug know, it in this episode obviously yeah we'll still do it here but uh, now would be the time um, now more than ever to send mm-hmm. in send in uh, recommendations questions all that kind of stuff um, so yeah um, I know I can speak for both of us when I say uh, we hope to hear from you guys yeah for sure um but yeah i'm gonna now uh reveal the first game of season two so (laughs) and it's a doozy everyone just wait till you hear it it's it's a game i don't necessarily want to play but i feel like i need to uh, (laughs) i feel like i need to what a great start (laughs) and you uh you will understand why Uh. Um, I feel the need to do this. Um, okay. So, keeping along with reminiscing, <laughs> our first episode, Skyrim. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I fucking hate Skyrim. There's a game I like much better than Skyrim. Ugh. Um... I feel as though it is better in every way. This could be nostalgia oh, talking. Oh, no. So we'll see uh, on Season 2, Episode 1. But uh, we'll be playing The Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Damn it! Fuck! The far superior title. <laughs> no! The far superior title. I don't want to play title. Oblivion. I don't either. But here we are. Fuck! I hate Oblivion. <laughs> I hate Oblivion too. Damn it! I hate it less than Skyrim, though. Oh fuck! <laughs> All right, fine. <laughs> you realize why I need to do this? You son of a bitch! You realize why I need to do this? <laughs>
<laughs> Stop um. it, you're killing me. God damn it. <laughs> Fuck. All right, fine. I guess we'll play Oblivion. And we're going to come back. We're going to say, Ugh. damn, that is so much better than Skyrim. Damn. I'm going to hate this game so much. I'm going to tell you what. I'm <laughs> I'm going to be real honest. I might not finish this game either. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, just, I thought we uh. just needed to do it. <laughs> You're such a bastard. Yeah, it's oh, guys get ready man. for season three, episode one, Morrowind. Uh, <laughs> shit. Awesome. Fuck. God damn it. Well, I guess we're playing. <laughs> I guess we're playing Oblivion. Yeehaw. Uh, fuck. All right. Excited. Fine. <laughs> I know you're excited. I'm so jazzed. <laughs> All right. Well. Uh, if you want to tweet at us about how much you love the Elder Scrolls for Oblivion, More you can tweet Skyrim. that. Shut up. Uh, you can tweet at us at call a save point. Uh, you know, we do show updates and whatnot. Uh, and then we also have an email, uh, if you'd like to send in listener questions or just like listener comments, especially for this upcoming year recap episode, uh, send those to call a point podcast at gmail.com uh and then go rate us on apple podcasts and spotify and wherever you can rate podcasts yeah um we'll we'll see you guys on uh the next quick save yeah we'll see you guys next week bye everybody see you